Jordans. My name is Gerald Jordan Sr. I'm the founder and executive director for Jacob's Ladder Youth Foundation. So uh, what inspired you to create the foundation? Um, well, I was inspired. I was uh, retiring um, from Prince George's County Police Department. Uh, I've always been involved with youth as a, uh, a coach um, in Prince George's County. I was a, uh, an educator in Prince George's County before I joined the police department. So I always, you know, we're involved with the youth. I've always been involved in the, in the coaching realm from little league to high school. Uh, so, you know, that was my strength. I always wanted to give back to the youth and, and just help uplift the community that way. Can you tell me about your time in uh, the police force? Sure. Um, from 1995 to 2019, I uh, served 23 years. Again, Prince George's County Police Department. Uh, now I retired three years. Um, had several assignments within the Prince George's County Police Department. And, uh, you know, it just really touched me that, um, you know, whenever we came across suspects or victims, um, you know, a lot of the time they were our youth, they were teenagers. So I really wanted to, you know, bridge that gap and, you know, had a personal challenge uh, just to help our community out that way. Have you seen uh, with your year's experience the difference in, you know, uh, teens getting in trouble uh, more so now than than back then or? Um, well, it seems to be, it seems, in my opinion, I think it's increased um, for a lot of different reasons. I mean, you know, social media, um, thing, word get out. And I think, you know, a lot of times social media influences behaviors. Um, and I just think just with uh, technology, how it's advanced over the years um, has a lot to do with that. So can you uh, tell me a little bit about uh, some of the people that have been in the program? Um, as far as our youth? Yes. Yeah, I mean, well, um, made, it made a, a huge difference. We get a lot of our youth um, from, from programs where kids have been introduced to the juvenile justice system. Um, so just to let you know, so our mission, first of all, our mission is to reduce the number of juveniles entering and returning to the juvenile justice system. So we get a lot of referrals coming from the courts, uh, coming from the juvenile detention centers, coming from school systems where kids are facing expulsion, um, you know, kids that, that, that display and, and have just destructive patterns of behavior. So when they come into our program, pretty much they come into our program in a crisis. So, you know, we provide a lot of resources, a lot of encouragement. We have several programs within our organization uh, just to help them turn around and turn their mindsets around. So we've been very successful, have a very aggressive approach on how we do that. Uh, can you tell me about the programs? Sure, uh, we have several. First of all, we have a diversion program that I just explained to you and how they come into our programs uh, with different referrals. And you know, we give them just, just mindsets again on just how to change their, their behaviors, okay? And not only the juveniles, but their parents because it goes, the household goes a long way. Uh, when you're trying to, you know, when you're trying to change behaviors, patterns and behaviors. Then we have our reentry program. And with our reentry program, we go into uh, juvenile detention centers locally here in the DMV, uh, specifically in Prince George's County at the Sheltonham Youth Detention Center, and also at the DC Youth Detention Center in uh, Northeast Washington. Okay, so we go in there, we have our reentry programs, we have a couple of returning citizens. Uh, that help our program out 
and they can really speak the language and talk to the kids that's going through uh, being detained, all right? Um, so we have the reentry program. And again, we're trying to, you know, give them uh, ways and positive successful techniques to reduce recidivism, okay? And that recidivism is just that revolving door. And the recidivism really, it, it has a good impact on um, just, just public safety and just, just everything that goes a long way with it, within uplifting the community, all right? We have an academic enrichment program uh, that we focus on kids in lower income neighborhoods, kids that are facing high uh, levels of truancy and suspension, facing expulsion. And we try to encourage them just to um, understand the importance of education and just career development and their futures and how important education is. And because of our academic enrichment program, just recently, we've been named the uh, community lead for the Upward Bound program, which is a scholarship um, to colleges, okay, in particular to the University of Maryland. So we're the University of Maryland's lead for Prince George's County. Um, and we, right now we're recruiting local high school kids, okay, to consider college that are going through a financial crisis with their family or their first time generation college students, okay? So really trying to inspire them that way. Um, we have our teenpreneur challenge. So we have workshops with uh, local teenpreneurs and just trying to make sure they have the mindsets of being teenpreneurs, understanding financial empowerment, understanding on how to empower the community, all right? And after they go through the series of our, of our workshops, we have a lot of, a lot of uh, guest speakers. We have um, uh, Toastmasters presenters that come in and teach them how to pitch their businesses so they can pitch their businesses to our board of directors. And we actually raise money. We actually help their businesses out. All of them are, are teampreneurs. So they've been, they've started their businesses, but we enhance and just try to, you know, add value to what they're doing with their business. And it's, you know, so our, our organization is doing great. Every year we have in programs that we're adding, we have a media division uh, that we do with our programs just to teach kids on how to podcast and how to do certain move around certain aspects of media. Of course, our daughter, she was with media, so she lends a helping hand. And we have a few of our other friends that's involved with local media as well. So we're growing. Um, I'm very proud of what we're doing. We do a lot in the community uh, with the homelessness. We do, every month we have a, an awareness event, foster care awareness, PTSD awareness. We just did a lot for the holidays. Uh, we had a nice event at our office with Cookies with Santa. Um, where we gave and provided gifts to children with incarcerated parents. So I think I hit all of our programs. <laughs> I know it's a lot, um, but but I'm, I'm very proud of the work that we're doing. Well, once you start talking about uh, some of the kids and their success, you started uh, smiling. So uh, for you personally, how does it feel to you know change these kids' lives and? bring them to, you know, help them on a better path. It means everything. Uh, it's very fulfilling. Um, and, you know, the thing about it is I never had those challenges in my life. Um, and I'm both my, both my parents were educators. So it was kind of on my track to at least go to college, um, you know, because of, because of what they kept instilling in me, but to, you know, deal with kids and families and help them get turned around, help lives get turned around. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and especially when you start with one kid and it goes throughout the household, 
it goes with their siblings and you see their parents and you see, you know, everybody, you know, be, becoming gainfully employed. Uh, you see a lot of, uh, you know, just dysfunction reducing within the household. You see folks winning, you see families winning, you see the community winning, and that's what it's about. So it's a great feeling. And one of our, even, I guess my great, our greatest success story, we have several, but one young man I came into our program, was going through a lot. He joined our boxing program. So we have a boxing program as well. Stay close to us. And now we have an office in Fort Washington, Maryland. So he's, you know, he started with us in middle school. He graduated uh, from Crossland High School. Uh, we encouraged him to take a trade. He took up electrician, uh, yeah, being an electrician. Now he's our building electrician. So it's always fulfilling when he comes back through and just makes sure everything is working properly and in order. So just things like that really goes a long way. A little encouragement goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. Just a little bit, you know, changes people's lives. Uh, when I met you like five years ago, when uh, the, the, your organization was just starting, uh, it, I met at a uh, feeding the homeless event uh, and the, the kids, the teens were are participating in that. How important is it for the kids to go back to the community and see, you know, how they could play a part in it? It's very important. So we met, we met at Central Union Mission um, downtown and, and those, those projects are, are very important just so you can just understand just how blessed you are, how fortunate you are, uh, despite what you might be going through, despite your current circumstance and how you can just, you know, give back, um, and 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 just have a heart of serving and truly when you serve when you serve that's that's how you you find your passion in life that's what you, you have to serve to truly find your passion in life and that's one thing we encourage our kids to understand and do identify and recognize your passion okay and that's your purpose in life so and once you get your purpose in life understand it you know your lane in life then it's just about just making sure you know your characters your character is good you're staying out of trouble um, and, you know, you have all just the, the proper considerations and kindness in your life. So it all starts with serving to understand your passion. So where do you want to see the organization in the next five years? Well, um, in the next five years, I would actually like to and working on starting a our own academy. OK, um, we, we definitely um, encourage education, uh, but we also encouraging trades okay i think it's very important that our young folk our, our future understands the values of trades okay yeah. i mean to sustain themselves personally um to to be gainfully always gainfully employed if you if you if you're a tradesman um and understand the value of um you know obtaining different certificates understand the value of, of self-education because you have podcasts you have different streams of media now where you can just educate yourself it's just things have changed it's not as traditional as it was when i was growing up it's just the, the times have changed the speed of things have changed and and our kids are so talented that we have to understand how they move um and tap into it so i like to start our own academy um, I'm, I'm really working hard at that all of the programs i mentioned earlier will be within that um, we have some great volunteers, I mean, that come from all walks of professional life, 
that are willing to pour into our kids. So within the next five years, to answer your question, we're gonna have we're gonna have our own academy. So what are uh, some of the things you have learned from uh, the uh, the teens in the program? A lot. <laughs> um, and it's just just recently I do more listening than I do talking um, and just to understand where they are and their needs. OK, and understand how they move. Um, I think a lot of time our age group, you know, we, we you know, we want to always, you know, try to guide and lead and tell them the best things to do. But, they, you know, a lot of them, they, they have their own ways. Of, they have their own approach. Um, they have their own personal experiences. They have their own household issues. So once you get to tap into the kid, know what they need, um, it's, it's, it's always a better product at the end. So what I, I see the banner behind you uh, with the, the Facebook, Instagram. Uh, how can people uh, reach out to you? Well, yeah, just, I mean, on, on social media, um, on Facebook, okay, uh, Jacob's Ladder Youth Foundation. Uh, we're on Twitter, okay, we have the, 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 uh, the underscore, all right, um, at the Jacob's Ladder, okay. Uh, we're on Instagram, Jacob's Ladder Youth Foundation as well. Um, my email, they can reach out to email, okay, um, and that's life, L-I-F-E, at the jacobsladder.org. Um, and I mean, just all, I mean, all social media outlets, um, we're very responsive. Uh, we, we, you know, we always make every attempt to, um, to, you know, serve our community at any kind of request. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, talk to me today. And uh, uh, what you're doing is amazing helping out uh, your community and beyond. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for, thank you for the platform. I thank you for considering us. Um, you know, our organization is just very uh, thankful just for everything. So, so we do appreciate the consideration. Um, you know, you reaching out to us, you even thinking about us uh, to include us on your platform.